Hi, welcome to the Start Slick Podcast. This is episode 11. We're past 10 now. Uh, time codes in the description if you want to jump around. Let's go straight into it. So, first piece of that was a very that was a very lively intro. Good job. Oh, good job. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. All right. So, we're starting off with one that we are very excited for. This is a good piece of news. Discord is going to be integrated into PS Network in early 2022. So, this is great because it's more convenient for us. What we normally do is we have like the game audio playing and then separately we use Discord on like a different device. This is going to be a lot easier now. Yeah, whenever we have to play, I have a whole setup where I'm like, okay, one earbud is connected to the controller yeah. and that goes in the left ear. One earbud is connected to my phone, which is on Discord. That goes in the right ear and that way I can hear both things. It's not, it's not good. My system is way worse. I just have no game audio. Like I just turn it off. Yeah, that's so lame. I was like, you played the entire way out without audio. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and when there were like puzzles that relied on audio cues, I had no idea what to do. I don't remember puzzles that relied on audio cues. The like lightning one, remember when there was- Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's spoil whatever. You know what? No, 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 no. not really. It was pretty vague. Not, okay, yeah. That that says like, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, it's kind of disappointing. We have to wait till early twenty twenty two for this. Yeah. True. But yeah. Like, that's a long. Yeah. Long way off. When we when we first saw this news, we thought it was going to be like tomorrow. Yeah, we were like, oh, d- Discord integration is cool. So like, this yeah. summer latest, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, you don't announce something like this and be like, "It'll take a year." Yeah, well, we're we're, we're just going to take uh, the whole game. What are they working cycle. on though? Like, what what takes a year to get like Discord working on a PlayStation? Well, they said integrated, so I assume it's yeah. going to be like a main. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe they're like replacing the regular PlayStation voice chat with Discord. Yeah, I imagine they're reworking the party system. Because this better be good, otherwise, like. If it's, you know, if 2022 comes and it's like, oh, it's, it's yeah. kind of different, you know, it works, cool. I um, heard the main PlayStation Party system is pretty bad. We don't use it, but uh heard that. Yeah, so hopefully this is better. It'll probably be good. Yeah. So next news? Uh, Yeah, before that, Xbox oh. was going to try and acquire Discord. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know, Xbox has gonna put 10 billion dollars i think we covered this on the show too yeah we did but like oh microsoft's looking to acquire discord what's gonna happen and yeah. then discord just turned around and it was like we're, we're gonna go work with the competition instead you know yeah well it's possible this deal was being worked on before the microsoft deal right yeah still what a punch in the face dude this could have been like, the, oh, it's gonna be I so mean, this great. could have been the reason why they denied the Microsoft deal, right? True, true. So, I, I mean, Microsoft know. was probably giving way more money, right? I don't think Sony put way ten more, billion dollars yeah. into this. I yeah, I <laughs> this yeah probably wasn't any money at all. It was more of like a we'll give you a percentage of PS Plus profits or something. Yeah, it might be something like that. Yeah. Like, uh, I would imagine they weren't offering any money outright. Not like the Microsoft thing. It's like, we'll give you billions of dollars. Yeah. 
Stupid Microsoft. You thought you could have Discord? Hmm. I think Xbox already has a Discord app. Uh, what do you mean a Discord? Oh, like Discord on Xbox. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's like full integration or whatever, you know, like this, but yeah, they don't have to wait until 2022. So yeah, (laughs) it's so Uh, far. I still can't grasp that it's 2021. I'm like 2022. That's really, that's really far. We're almost halfway through this year, so yeah. But in my brain, it's still like March. Yeah, it feels far, but I, I, I guess it's not really that far. Less than a year. Yeah. I mean, depending on what they mean by early twenty twenty two. Yeah, I remember when uh, Ratchet and Clank was a launch window game? Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah, launch window. Oh, what you mean like first three months? What are we talking here? No, no, yeah. no. Six months maybe. Yeah. No, 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 no. First whole year. The yeah. There we go. Uh, so now do you want to move on from this one? Yes, this is something for you. Right. This is something I put on. Well, it's not something uh, that I'm that excited for, but I just wanted to talk about it. So the next Hitman 3 Seven Deadly Sins pack was announced. This one is focused on pride. Um, and I'm not interested in these Seven Deadly Sins things. I like Hitman, but like they're overpriced and the content they have doesn't really seem that interesting. Like, it's not new levels or anything. It's just, like, the old levels, but slightly remixed. Um, But the trailer was cool. Basically, the premise, what they're doing for Pride, is, like, 47 has this voice in his head that, like, tells them, like, oh, you're so great. You're, like, the best assassin ever. And it, like, tells them to do stuff. I think that's what I could tell. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what did they do for Greed? I think there was something... Greed, it was the point... So it was like a series of levels, and you got to carry your items from one into the next. Oh, like yeah. that's so cool. I think yeah. that's like the coolest thing about these packs, the way that they, yeah. the turn, way they the, turn the yeah. sin into a thing. Yeah, it's really creative, and I'm excited to see Lust and Gluttony. Ooh, dude, Gluttony is the one I'm so hyped for. Yeah. I don't even play hitman that much but like fat 47 dude uh, they also said they're going to release a new pack every four to six weeks i think that's what they said so yeah pretty this'll, cool yeah this will be the hitman content that basically lasts all year because it's yeah, seven packs so the year of hitman yeah i think it's cool that they have dlc out so soon after the game yes good for them you know yeah. If only it wasn't uh, $30. Yeah. <laughs> but I do I, hope people pick this up, though. I think that, that it's a cool idea, cool concept. Right. Never goes on sale, I'll probably get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> next. Yep. Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 Remaster. That's one hell of a yeah. title. It is a great title. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's coming in Nintendo Switch, June 25th. That's yeah. cool. So and I put this one has, down. And yeah, then I said, good graphics. Yeah. The trailer, it has, I was like, ooh, for a Switch, that looks good. <laughs> I was impressed and I was like, I want to talk about this. I also just wanted to talk about the Tony Hawk games. I've always kind of been interested in them, but I've never gotten into them. So I was like, maybe I'll get Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. Yeah. They yeah. seem like a series that's probably fun. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, does it get old after five seconds, maybe? I don't think so. And 
this seems like a good spot to get in, right? It's the first two games remastered, and they're only like thirty to forty dollars. Yeah, that's not bad. So I don't know. I might get. I might get these ones. Not on the Switch, but yeah, not. Oh, dude, not on the Switch. Oh, yeah. I'm Aiden. I'm too good for the Switch. The Switch. So yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about that. Uh, I, I didn't have much to say. I was just like, yeah, that's cool. All uh, right. Well. So next, the new Back for Blood trailer was released where they showed off this card mechanic where it's basically like you equip cards to your character and that, that's like different abilities and like weapons you have. Uh, yeah, it looked cool. It seems yeah, like I thought this is cool. It reminded me of the card mechanic from Battlefront 2, but you don't know what that is. So Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't play Battlefront 2. And they said that they were prioritizing repre- replayability, which I that's good, you know. I'm a, yes. I was a little, yeah, I was kind of worried about replayability because it looks like they just have the one map. I'm sure there are more. Like they've only shown off one, and it's a sixty-dollar game. So but they seem and there's really cause for concern, but there's also a lot of promise here, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be good. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. we're we talk about this a lot like, on the show. Yeah, this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, like multiple weeks we've talked about it. Well, I'm excited for it. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. Sorry I'm for glad we're getting more news on game it. I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you like this game? We'll stop talking about it then. <laughs> this game would have been coming out next month had it not been delayed. Well, that's sad. Well, I mean, it's not sad. Like, it'll probably be better yeah. for it, but... Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, I, I guess I can't play it. Yeah. You know, it can't be that summer game where it's like, weather's hot, and you yeah. just play one game yeah. you know, for the entire summer. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what it would have been. But no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be my summer game then. I don't know. I don't normally have a summer game because of how long it is. Yeah. So, I think through- Breath of the Wild was mine in 2018. That's when I got the switch. That's a very specific memory. Yeah. So next, uh, you you cover this one. All right. So six Google Stadia employees have left the company for Jade Raymond's Haven Studios, uh, which is working on an original IP for PlayStation. Yeah. This uh, this was a story we forgot to cover the week it happened, and then we covered oh. it. I think the next week. So yeah. The Haven Studios making a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Cool. I think Jade Raymond, she's uh, responsible for like the uh, original Assassin's Creed games. So that's cool. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If, I haven't heard if those are good or not. I assume they're good because they made like a hundred other Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, six whole employees. Wow, Google Whoa. Stadia kind six. of sucks. That's like yeah. half the Google Stadia faculty yeah that's more than half google stadia has no one now yeah oh no what's going on at stadio who's making i don't know yeah what is going on with stadia that's an excellent question uh, do they have an office or something or are they actually making anything has wasn't stadia ever thing, made a game wasn't there I, I don't think they've ever made an original game but i think they have a studio Oh. What the hell? It's so weird. Yeah. 
think during just... the Apple Epic court case, which we'll talk about next, I think someone was asked, like, does Stadia even exist? It's like, does Stadia exist? It's like, is it yeah. still, is this still functional? Is this confidential information? Yeah. I think they asked is that. It, is it a real thing? Because like, nobody's ever used it. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell all these people, they're so clueless. They don't know anything about the game yeah. industry, but they're like, yeah, we'll rule on a case for it, you know? Yeah. They were, well, I think they asked you know, Microsoft, they, they how do you guys make money? So, yeah. Oh, we sell our consoles at a loss, but how do you make money? Oh, we sell games too. It reminds me of um, when Mark Zuckerberg had to go in front of the Senate, right? Yeah. Remember for Facebook? Mm-hmm. And they were like, how do you make money? How do the advertisements work? He's like, that? yeah, yeah. They, were, they looked at Facebook. They're like, wait a second. I can yeah. sign up for free and I can do everything for free. How are they making money? Yeah. They must be having some money just being funneled in by like the mafia or something. Yeah. It's got to be the mafia. Yeah. That's how Stadia is making money. The mafia. Oh, yeah. I see. I yeah. see. That makes sense now. Yeah. Okay. That's why they haven't made any games because they don't have any actual game developers. Yeah. Their employees are just mafia. Yeah, exactly. And the mafia is like, hey, we want to play all these games for $10 a month or however much Stadia is. How much is Stadia? I have no idea, but it's probably too much. We know that. Yeah. How much is it? Uh, oh, I was right. $10 a month. I called it. Wow. that That's way too much. What the hell? Yeah. Dude. Okay. Uh, you want to move on from this? Uh, yeah. So this yeah. is the big news of the week. Or I guess ki- kind of the big news of the week. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty big deal, but it's not like our main topic or whatever. Yeah. Oh, it could have been our main topic. Only we had thought of that. I don't know. I don't really have too much to say on any of these individual stories, but there is a lot to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) So this is, again, the Apple Epic court case. This is something from a couple of years ago about um, Fortnite. They took themselves off the App Store, remember? Was it a year? A couple of years ago? I think it might have been been like 2019, I think. It's been a while. What? Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to search that. Taken off the App Store. Uh, it says August 13th, but it doesn't give me a year. All right. Well, it's probably August 13th, it's year zero or something. 2020. So okay. You were so, right. Yeah. It hasn't been that long. A couple months. Yeah. Uh, and then all the, they, the, it's such a genius idea though. Like they take it off the app store. Right? Yeah. They're the ones that take it off the app store because they want more money from the, the in-game transactions. Right. Yeah. But they have this huge audience of people on mobile who just want to play Fortnite. So they, they don't even care about what cause they took it off the app store for. They just want whatever it takes to get Fortnite back. They're like, yeah, Apple, lower lower the thing you take from all the people. Come on, you yeah. guys. You have to do it. So instantly you have this huge crowd that wants it to happen. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, this is another analogy, but it's like uh, when... Sony took Spider-Man out of the MCU because like they weren't satisfied with the like money Disney wanted to take. Or was Disney like cut off the deal with Sony or whatever it was, right? And they were like, see, they want it to happen and you're bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
cool. So let's just get into some of the stuff revealed because this had a lot of sort of internal documents being brought up as evidence. We're learning a lot about all these different yeah. companies, not even just yeah. a, a, like Apple or Epic. They brought in people from like Xbox and Sony and all that. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but I'm yeah, not I guess they want to know how all the businesses work though. So. Yeah. So yeah, we, learned uh, a lot. we do have a long list here. You, you want to go through it? Uh, sure, let's go. Yeah, Apple reportedly makes huge profits on the app store. So I think their margins are like something around 70, 79%, something like that. Where, I mean, like, that's no surprise though, right? Obviously yeah. they make a lot of money off that. Mm -hmm. So it's hugely profitable. Um, for some reason, like an Apple lawyer pointed out that the Epic Game Store's top 20 uh, has 25 games on it, which is kind of weird. You brought that up as like evidence or something. It's like, guys, guys, it says top 20, but there's actually 25. This is proof that this is an unreliable business. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so strange. The whole thing. There's so much weird stuff going on. I imagine when he found that, he was like, aha, I've made my case. I've proven oh, I it. it. These guys, they're so incompetent, can't even count to 20. I'm going to bring this up in the court case, yeah. and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Whoa. Yeah. Exposed. Can we yeah. You have to cancel Epic Games now? Yeah. They're canceled. No more. No more free games. Oh, no. Yeah. No more Fortnite. Ah. Uh, oh, that's true. If they, were, if they were gone, Fortnite would be dead. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. Next. According to Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney, the Epic Game Store is, hun quote, hundreds of millions of dollars short of being profitable because of upfront costs, i.e. giving away GTA 5 for yeah. absolutely free. And also that like kind of upfront cost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says he expects it to be profitable within the next three to four years. Okay. Cool. I yeah. mean... Maybe you shouldn't have given away a game as big as GTA 5. Like that thing still tops the charts every single month. Yeah. So you gave it away for free and uh, that that costs a lot of money. I think so, it's less the free games and more like how small of a like amount they take from purchases. Yeah. I think they're trying to get more devs and more people to come to the app store, but I think devs are probably like, yeah, that's pretty cool, but there aren't any people on, you know, there aren't many people on there uh, that'll yeah. buy it as opposed to Steam. And gamers are like, oh my God, Epic Games? Those guys make the Fortnite game. I'm not going to buy from them. That's cringe, bruh. Yeah. That's gamers. That's my gamer impression. Well, you were completely right. And you're also right about the developers thing, because I've seen like a few developers that have released games only on Epic Games and like didn't put it on Steam. Uh, the biggest example I could think of is Hitman 3. They did that. It's only on Epic Games Store, it's not on Steam. That's a big deal. Yeah. It's coming to Steam next year, I think, but like still a year is a very long amount of time. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next up, from this case, it has come out that PlayStation charged publishers a fee to allow crossplay for certain games. Um, they have this kind of leverage. They're the only people that do this. Yeah. But they have this kind of leverage because Fortnite 
it makes epic billions per year but like 40 percent of that is you know pretty close to half comes yeah. from ps4 users wow so they they're like you want this money give us the money you know so wow. yeah for, i i like, expect that each... kind of behavior from nintendo you know being against yeah. the whole well, like Nintendo was like one of the first ones to jump on. Yeah, they were like, we're, we're best Step friends with Xbox now. Because yeah. Microsoft started it with PC to Xbox, mm-hmm. and then Nintendo jumped in with Switch to Xbox. Yeah, and then we got that awesome Minecraft trailer where they had like a, a Minecraft Nintendo Switch and a Minecraft Xbox. Do you know that? There's another trailer like that with all three. With the PlayStation oh wow playstation is so wholesome they're working together yeah. now good I job think gaming it industry. was minecraft it might have been a fortnite trailer but there was a commercial of some kind with all three that's so awesome yeah you know so wholesome right they're working together. Wholesome. multi-billion dollar companies all working together yeah they're all trying to get our money yeah together very cool yeah i think that was an email uh, between these guys where they were trying epic was trying really hard to get them to allow crossplay they were like we'll do all this stuff for you we'll develop you know i think they even said they would be like de- they would pledge to develop an exclusive psvr2 game for the launch yeah on their on their next vr platform that was like that's a pretty big deal and yeah. all this all this different stuff upfront payments um you know they they were putting in so much just to get crossplay, and even then, they were Sony was just like, "We're gonna pass," you know, "We don't really need that." And I would have been pretty excited yeah. for like a new big launch title for PSVR too, but I guess it's not happening. But it took like you know a share of each microtransaction on other platforms to get them to finally be like, "Okay, you can do crossplay." It's disappointing behavior from Sony. If only we could retroactively add this to our what the hell episode. Yeah. This is uh, actually PlayStation uh, what the hell 2. Yeah. That's what this new topic is? There you go. <laughs> We're yep. ditching our new main topic. Yeah. And doing this instead. There we go. We're doing this now, guys. Yeah. yeah. What the uh, hell are two? Yeah. You got <laughs> anything I, on this? What do you think? The, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, okay. Well, an internal Last of Us 2 review from Microsoft was used as evidence for some reason. Doesn't matter. We got, we found out that Microsoft does internal reviews of both their own games and competing games. So there are some employees at Microsoft. They wrote up like a a pretty good review. Like it was a a genuinely just straightforward review, you know, like good, good, good on those guys. They're yeah. doing great. They should make like a YouTube channel or something. But they called the graphics, uh, the visuals, significantly ahead of anything that other teams have been producing on console and PC. There we go, guys. Xbox yeah. sucks. You can go home. Well, first, I think the reason why it was such a good review is because they're not trying to like grab your attention like most like a lot of reviews are, like mm-hmm. attempt like comedy to entertain you. It's very straight to the point. Because they know the executives or whatever have to read it. So, yeah. They were like, we're going to analyze this game. What can we learn from it? How can we use this to make our games better? Yeah. Which I think is a good way of operating. Mm -hmm. You know, it's better than just ignoring the competition and doing your own thing like a a search company. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, 
you know, pretty smart of them. I hope that it works out. They look at Last of Us 2 and be like, okay, how do we get visuals like that? Yeah. On, and then, uh, and then they make Last of Us 3 on Xbox. Yeah, they just they just make Last of Us 3 with very similar sounding characters. You got yeah. Belly and Elias. Bull. You know. Yeah, yeah. Jelly. Go. Jelly. Ooh. Yeah. That's Joel, by the way. Such original characters there. Yeah. The company I was talking about was Nintendo, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one uh, that, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> another thing from Microsoft, their internal sort of analysis, they thought that Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, and Breath of the Wild 2 would release in 2020. They thought, yeah. they were like, yeah, all these things are going to come out yeah. this year. Well, Microsoft had their expectations higher than Nintendo fans. Which... Yeah, they were they were way more optimistic than Nintendo. I think Nintendo fans they don't even care at this point. They're like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna get like two games this year. That's that's. Yeah. They'll probably be pretty good, but it's just two. Like I know Nintendo fans, they thought Breath of the Wild two would be this year, or like you did, right? I thought it would year? be. Yeah, twenty twenty. Last year, before the the COVID thing, I was like, yeah, yeah it could come out this year. Even I'm too super pessimistic. I thought it would be 2021, but even that's not happening. So, yeah, what's going on? It's going to take as long as Breath of the Wild, the first game. Now, I guess I don't know. I don't really care because, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Bayonetta three and Metroid Prime four, though. Why would they consider those at all? Yeah, for well, I get considering Bayonetta three, but Metroid Prime four, they restarted it. At the time they wrote this, like a year ago. Yeah, so that's quite strange. Um, They need to get better analysts, you know? Yeah. Get the guys that wrote The Last of Us 2 review. No, no, no. Even better, plant a spy within Nintendo, and then he can tell Microsoft the news. Oh, yeah. Maybe the spy already is there, and it's Doug Bowser. Oh. Yeah. That's why... They're being so terrible because they're Xbox. Uh-huh. Right. Sabotaging Nintendo. Yeah. All these games known. were actually going to release in 2020, but he pushed them back. Yeah. I should have known, you know, yeah. that day that went, that he uh, took on the job and he had that picture with the Mario and Luigi tied up in the background. I knew he yeah. was up to no good. Yeah. I guess we were right. <laughs> He's running a torture chamber. Yeah. For the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yes. The Mario Brothers did not make it to Fortnite, but oh. Samus Ooh. might have. That was an amazing transition. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. I thought that would work as well, but I think I think it worked out. Yeah, that was good. That was a great transition. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So Samus was considered for Fortnite at one point. We have like an official confirmation for this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had like a, a whole giant slideshow full of characters that they were like, wouldn't it be cool if we got all these characters into Fortnite? Yeah. And some of them uh, did actually like come to fruition, like, you know, Master Chief and Kratos. But Samus was in there and it was like a really gritty fan art of Samus. I don't think yeah. it was an original piece by the art art people there. Mm. It was just like a fan fan art thing. Oh, um, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the cannon was on the wrong arm, though. Some people pointed that out. They were like, mm, "That's not that's not Samus, guys. That's uh, that's Blamus." 
Well, maybe that was their plan if they couldn't get the rights to Samus. Oh, yeah, they were like, we're going to make our own character who looks yeah. very much like it. Yeah. Cannons on both arms. Mm -hmm. uh, we have no idea if they were actually ever in contact with Nintendo or if it was just an idea. Yeah. Uh, I wrote so, down concept art. This is before I realized that this was not their original art. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think they were in contact with Nintendo, but it is a possibility. Yeah. Nintendo is pretty protective of their IP, so I wouldn't even yeah. expect this to actually work out. We'll find out later that Nintendo, they already knew. Getting Nintendo to work with them on anything would be uh, pretty difficult. That's the next thing that we're doing, actually, on, on this list. But before yeah. that... There were other characters in that slideshow, including Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games, Naruto, a fan favorite, and real people like LeBron James and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You think they were going to add LeBron James when Space Jam 2 came out? That would have been cool. I think it was a promotion for the NBA, actually. Ah, uh, what? Like, there would have been like an NBA-themed arena in the, in the game. Come on, Space Jam and Fortnite, that's so awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, yeah. just turn the map into the, the Space Jam thing yeah. with all the characters. Imagine they had the Looney Tunes, too. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And Come The on, Rock. Man, so lame. Yeah, the Rock, added... who cares? How would they make him? He's huge. Yeah, but they've added The Rock for F9, Fast and Furious 9. I'm not sure. I don't know. I wonder... So are these all ones that are like, could still be happening or are they all not happening? They, they might happen. I mean, yeah. now that the surprise factor is gone, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, they haven't happened yet. They could yeah. maybe sometime down the road, but I wouldn't That's like kind of sucks if this was all going to happen and then it's like it all got revealed and there's no surprise anymore. Yeah. Like imagine if in a Nintendo lawsuit, all the new Smash characters got revealed. That'd be terrible. Oh my god, no. The class be, action Nintendo yeah. Droidcom drift lawsuits. Yeah. We would finally <laughs> know when is Metroid Prime 2 or 4 going to come out. Yeah. Why did I say 2? I don't know. Why did you say 2? I don't know. Metroid Prime Trilogy isn't happening. Oh yeah, a developer actually said that. This oh, isn't really? on the dock. Yeah, but a oh. developer... Not, not like actively working on it. The guy left in I think 2011, so... Yeah, but he he still has, you know, he still worked on the original Metroid Prime trilogy and he said it would be he didn't say it's not happening, but he did say it would be very difficult to get it to work on the Switch. Oh. Why did they like lose so, the source code or something? Uh I think it's just because of like the way that they were coded and it'd be difficult to oh. sort of convert that to the Switch. Oh, okay. Like most games, it's just like you do a simple upscaling, but there you'd have to like rework a lot of stuff. Probably, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, they, yeah, some, something like, along those lines. I, I kind of well, skimmed the, the article, but. That kind of sucks for a Metroid Prime fan. I am not one of them, so I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah, uh, something that we were referring to earlier with Samus for Fortnite. Uh, Epic Games apparently tried to get Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox first party games onto PC exclusively on the Epic Games Store. So to my knowledge, none of these have actually worked. I don't think any first party games are exclusive to these guys, Epic Games Store. Yeah. 
But, so, yeah. Sony put their games on Steam, though, or just Horizon, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Days Gone is coming soon, right? Oh, right, yeah. And Death Stranding was on there as well. PC. Yeah, but that's not Sony, that's Kojima. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Kojima, so, Kojima's Xbox now, so I guess. Yeah. I guess that's so, it. Do you want to go through how that all went for them, the offers? Yes. So yeah. Sony was offered 200 million, not 200, and 200 million dollars for yeah. four to six games. That's for four to six games. That's not a lot. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. It's not that much. All right. And they are awaiting feedback on that one. Maybe Xbox. They could have been like smaller games, like maybe old games. Like, oh, yeah. Could be. But I, I yeah. They they probably weren't trying to get Spider Man or yeah, Ratchet they were like give us Astro please yeah they were like can we get Astro VR maybe one or... little big planet yeah little big planet that yeah. that's probably more more that speed yeah yeah uh, Xbox though they're just in opening conversations but it's nice. also equally unlikely because yeah. Xbox has told them that PC Game Pass is basically a direct competitor because both of them are currently just bidding for content they're like hey you want to come to our service you want to come to our service so they're like us joining you would be very odd and also it showed that phil spencer occasionally meets with valve's gabe newell so whether or not this means anything is yet to be seen poor epic games they're like please work with us and they're like actually we have an alliance with the competition yeah everyone hates them but then yeah. at the same time, everyone is like, Unreal Engine, it's amazing. Let's yeah. use this. Metahuman creator, that's pretty cool. You know, Sony is like, you want a, you want a marketing deal with Unreal Engine 5? You can reveal it with our new okay. console. Awesome. But you want one of our exclusive games. That, that wasn't in the deal. Sorry. And then, yeah. But uh, I have heard some people like theorizing, what if uh, Steam came to Xbox? That would be what I don't know. Some people are like, wouldn't it be cool if Steam went to Xbox? They have their own store. Yeah, I know, but like it's the internet. People can theorize about anything. Imagine Horizon on Xbox. Yeah, then that would be like, ooh. Would Sony take Horizon off of Steam if that happened? They would be like, hey Epic, we got a game for you. You want a PC exclusive deal? Yeah, that they might, or they at the very least they like wouldn't renew the contract. If that's what yeah, that works. Like, not cool, Gabe. We had a yeah. deal, man. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, I guess maybe if it came, if like if Steam went to a new platform, they'd have to make new deals with everyone. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Like the same. That, that would be a really complicated ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but it is cool to oh, know that point. they they're meeting. Yeah. Uh, so, next, the last thing, Nintendo, they knew that it was labeled a moonshot. Oh. That's what they called it. And their corporate history showed that this is a non-starter. Did so Nintendo already, ever get back to them? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they ever even tried. Yeah. They were just like, if these other two get on there and they agree with us, then maybe we'll go to Nintendo. Probably something like that. Well, you know what they say about shooting for the moon. You'll land among the stars. So I don't know. Maybe if they shoot for Nintendo, they can get like a, a EA. 
I want the next Madden on Epic Games. Yeah. Yeah. Only on Epic Games. That's going to be amazing. So BA has their own storefront because everyone has their own storefront. Yeah, everybody is just like, it's like a streaming service, you know? It's like, we can do our own. Yeah. You you, hardly anyone has the content. EA one. Yeah, it's it's so much. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, next, yep. the trial had Microsoft's VP of Xbox Business Development, Lori Wright, testify, and she stated that Microsoft is never earned a profit on the sale of an Xbox console. Um, okay, this isn't really unexpected. Most consoles don't make money. Most people make their money back from selling software. Yeah, I knew that. You didn't know that? No, I think everyone knew that. I just found this on, on Twitter and thought, it's like, oh, okay, somebody thinks that this is notable. Yeah. I guess I should write it down. I don't know. This isn't surprising at all. Which kind of brings up the point, like, why do consoles even exist if the software is more profitable? Because I want a box to put under my TV. I imagine, like, some consoles make a profit, though. Like the mm-hmm. Switch. Yeah, Nintendo probably makes profit on the Switch. Because, like, it's so cheap to make, mm-hmm. I assume. Because you don't even have to make good controllers. Yeah, you just... Yeah, they're probably like recycling old controllers being like, what is this from PS2? Throw it in there. Like they just have this, it's not like a literal melting pot, but you know what I mean? Where you just throw in any controller stick and be like, it probably works, you know? And they have an AI that takes parts from different controllers and just assembles them. Their factory is actually located right next to a dump. So they can fill, they can just get all the old controllers from the dump and be like, all right, we're going to extract the, the the stick. We're going to put it on the switch. Although there that's kind of pro recycling though. And does that mean? Uh, okay. No, good? never mind. Nintendo, Nintendo bad. They don't um, like recycling. Right. They actually intentionally put their recycled stuff into dumps. Yeah. I like, like they, how, yeah. like, it's a similar story with accessibility. Like Xbox made the adaptive controller, PlayStation, you got, you know, all their games have tons of accessibility features. And Nintendo just gave us basic controller remapping. Yeah. It's, like, they're yeah. very far behind. It like, and they have motion controls too. Like a lot of the Yeah, force motion controls. Yeah. Imagine. Why are they that far behind? They, they seem to like making games. You know, they seem to be like, yeah, games are awesome and we like making them. But they don't care if people can't play their games. Like, oh, you have a disability? Get good kid, you know. They of all the three would be the one trying to get as many people in as possible, right? Because that was their weak yeah. strategy. Mm-hmm. They don't want they don't want people with disabilities. They just want oh. all all abled people. Oh. Yeah, they're like, we don't welcome you here, you know. Hey, we found a way to say Nintendo bad after saying Nintendo bad. One. There you go. Yeah, we did it. Always awesome. turn it around. Mission accomplished. Yeah. End the episode here. We reached the moral of the story. Yeah, this is the moral of the story, and this is the rest of this is just a falling action. Yeah. Oh, nice. We're, yeah. Yeah. We're a full story. Mm-hmm. Uh, these last two, they're sort of like I'm gonna make it quick because we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah. Uh, almost like it could have been the main topic. Yeah. Oh, almost. Yeah. Almost. The Almost. main topic will be something that we inevitably spend less time talking about, um, ironically enough. 
Really? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Phil Spencer yeah. was apparently still looking to get xCloud on other consoles. He hey. hasn't given up. He's still That's like, kind of wholesome. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like, it's, it's wholesome, you know? I imagine he was mainly talking about the Switch. Yeah, I'm sure that he wants it on the Switch so bad. He's like, if we could, you know, the kids are going to eat it up. Yeah. You know, to play Gears of War on their picture box. Like, I assume that's what he was prioritizing over the mm-hmm. PS4. Everybody PS5. seems to want xCloud on Switch. It's well, such it a good like idea. such a perfect fit. Yeah. Because it's already on phones, so, like, mm-hmm. might as well just get it on something that's an actual console, but it's also just a phone. Yeah, it could worse. be great, because it comes with the controller. You don't even yeah. need to do anything, like, right? Yeah. So that would be so perfect. It would be. It's but it's like not going to happen. Yeah. Nintendo hates disabled people, and Xbox is is dis. There's the implication there. Oh my gosh! Wow, you managed to say Nintendo bad and Xbox bad all in one sentence. Yeah, you're reaching next level of like. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get PlayStation in too. Yeah. How do I? How do I do that? We'll we'll figure it out. We'll see. Yeah, I'm sure it'll come up. Yeah. Next, Stalker yeah. 2 will be a three-month console exclusive, and yep. The Gunk is perpetually exclusive. I there don't know what those games are. Yeah, I don't care at all. Okay. Whatever. Moving on. Next. All right, I've talked for a while. You get to do these next. All right. So Sega, Square Enix, and Bandai Namco are joining E3. Uh, I thought we already knew about Square Enix being at E3. I have no comment. I don't know. <laughs> I just okay. thought, yeah. So... These three, does that mean they're getting their own conferences? Uh, maybe, or they may just be like sort of bundling in with other people's conferences. Oh, okay. I guess well, it just means that they'll have something to show at E3. They'll be involved. I, this is kind of cool, though, like hearing about who's going where, like who's doing the game sh- like show and who's doing the E3. Yeah. yeah. I always love it when, like, you know, every, it seems like every week now we're just getting more people joining E3 and I'm like, wow, it's really back. You know, like yeah. the past few years, people were like, is E3 dying? You know, is it, is it time to end it? And then everyone, all these games companies after like a rough year, no E3, right. It felt sorely missed. And everyone was like, no E3, we love you. Come back. We'll join your, you know, conference. So here I have the list of the summer game fest. I searched it up. And apparently Bandai Namco and Warner Bros. Games are going to be at both E3 and the Summer Games Fest. Hmm. I wonder what they'll announce at each then. Wait, no, that's the that's the 2020 list. Hang on. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I think Bandai Namco is going to be on both, though, because I remember hearing news of them being of at least one. So, hang on. I can find this. Uh, I can do it. Let's see. Here it is. I so believe. the list was... Uh, yeah, so Warner Bros. Games is going to be at both. I can't find Bandai Namco. Or it's Square Enix. So yeah. So then we have those. So the full list of companies that are going to be at E3 are Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take Two, Warner Bros. Games, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, and Euro, and more. 
like why did you write and more if you were just gonna uh i don't know i think that there are some others that i might have missed so this like, is my way of covering up the fact that my, my research is sloppy all right well there you go that so way if really, anyone says oh you missed this guy and i can say well i said and more so, companies are going to be at e3 yeah we got X company, we got Y company, what you want. Hmm? Really just everyone against PlayStation. Yeah. And EA was doing... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, EA always does their own garbage presentation. But yeah, but they're, they're joining Summer Games Fest, right? That's what they're doing? Yeah, I think so. It'll still be garbage, though. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah most of this looks the same. Like, a few years ago, last time they did E3, like, Ubisoft was there, Xbox and Nintendo were there. Um, yeah, it's, it's all Bethesda did now. their thing, but that's not happening anymore. Yeah, Bethesda will probably be at Xbox's thing. That's going to be cool. Yeah. What about Devolver Digital? They normally do a conference, right? Yeah. Uh, I think there they might be Devolver. Devolver Digital. I don't know if they're coming. Oh, they haven't. I guess maybe that. Can yeah, be I guess next they haven't maybe. announced it. Uh, They'll probably have a conference. Their conferences, they tend to be pretty good. Yeah, they they're the ones that have comedy, right? Yeah. But they make fun of people. I don't remember. I haven't seen one before. That's just yeah, what they do, they do some. <laughs> yeah, they do funny stuff, I guess. Yeah. And they show off cool games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they make the cool indie games. Yeah. So next, you want to go on? Yeah, go go Ubisoft. ahead. Ubisoft. Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I say Ubisoft. I hear a lot of people oh. say Ubisoft, though. Yeah, I say Ubisoft. Wow. Uh, but it might be Ubisoft. Yeah, so, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to dock you ten points for that. Oh, uh, oh no! Now I'm, I'm already down on this here. Four thousand no points. Where you're at three hundred. I'm gonna dock four thousand points then. Ah, uh, yeah. I forgot. Only you can control the points, and I can't. Yep. Yeah, that's the. I rules. am the points master. Yeah. The next so, Marvel villain. The points master. Yes. So next, Ubisoft has announced the Division Heartland, uh, an F a F two P. What does that stand for? Uh, free to play. Free to play standalone game coming to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox sometime between twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. Uh, and it says you can sign up to play the playtest right now. Whoa, that's just awesome. crazy. I yeah. am not doing that. I don't care. Yeah. Why, why'd you put this here then if you don't care? Because maybe you care or I the don't audience. Care. I haven't played The Division. No, I'm doing a fourth wall break. Um, oh. I'm talking it's to a you. podcast. What do you mean? You're acknowledging the audience exists? I don't that's, know. That's part of what I'm a talking, podcast is. Well, whatever. I'm talking to you. That's right. Did you think you. we were... What did you think? We were pretending this is just a conversation? Yeah, this is a conversation. I'm like, hey, did you see that new E3 thing? Yeah. You see the new Heartland game? That's so yeah. cool, huh? Yeah. I don't and know. Then, and then we're both like, we don't care. Why did you bring yeah. that up? Hey. Okay. Exciting stuff. Okay, fine. That's true. Uh, so care about also, it. Division mobile game, uh, Netflix movie uh, with people... Uh, do you want to read the names or do you not? Uh, yeah, Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal. Cool. Oh, okay. That's the guy from the Marvel movie. Yeah. I only watch Marvel movies. 
Jessica Chastain. I'm gonna look her up. I feel like I had her on the word. I think she's from uh, something. Yeah, she's from something. Oh, Interstellar. Oh. Oh, okay. I've seen that movie. Yeah. Me too. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. The Interstellar person. Interstellar and Mysterio. How exciting. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah, be a she weird plays movie. Murph oh. from Interstellar. Which one is well, Murph? I don't remember. It's the daughter. Oh. So she, I guess she plays like the daughter when she's an adult. Yeah. That's, she's just like that in like one scene though. Right? I think it's more than one scene. Like two scenes then. Sure, I don't know, fine. I two scenes. There you movies. go. All right. Well, sure. That's great. Uh, Good for them. And there's also a novel in the works. Why is there so much division stuff? I don't know. It's Ubisoft was like, I said, Ubisoft, what am I doing? You're turning me into you. Yeah. I can't be one of you. Yeah. No, Ubisoft. They, Ubisoft. they looked at the division. They were like, oh, people like this series. And they just decided to make a ton of stuff for it. Oh. Well, I guess good for the people that like yeah. the division. Nobody's going to care about any of this stuff, I guarantee it. Yeah. They need to make a division battle royale. I'll get the people invested. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, oh, it's battle royale? Yeah. And Division? Oh, I like Division. Yeah. No, Money. people will be like, I like Battle Royale, and now I'll play the Division. Oh, yeah, that's true. All the Fortnite kids. Everyone then they'll be Battle like, Royale where is the default like the dance? <laughs> There's no default yeah. dance. Where is the on, where's the cartoon graphics? Yeah. Where is Kratos? What? There's blood? Oh, my God. That's so yeah. gross. Ew. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. So next. This is one we actually care about, and you didn't just put for no reason. Uh, Resident Evil early review scores, although not early review scores, just review scores, because the game came out yesterday. Uh, so we have, like, I put like a whole list here. Uh, I won't read it out. I'll just say it's all an eight or higher, which is very good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So apparently and it's sitting good. on an eighty-four Metacritic. Oh, yeah, so eight or higher. Mm -hmm. That's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I hear a lot of people being like, this is a good game. Yeah. And I also hear a lot of people being surprised that it's a short game. Oh, it's short? Really? Like 10 hours. I think uh, aren't, people... aren't all Resident Evil is kind of short, though? Yeah, exactly. All oh. of these people are like, why isn't it like 30 hours? No, all Resident Evil games are short. I thought you meant like shorter than the average Resident Evil game. So I was like, is no. this a six hour game? Oh no. It's like I Resident dropped. Evil 3, the last one, the main people, like the main complaint people had, I think was in super short, like seven hours. So, well, this one is like 10, I think. So yeah. well, I don't, shouldn't, I mean, yeah, it's not a problem. This one looks cool. I still want to play it maybe sometime. Yeah. yeah. I'll get around to it someday. Someday, years in the future, I will play. Years in the future, I'll be like, wait, Resident Evil Village exists? Yeah. Wow, it's so awesome. The the V I L L in, in the logo says eight. Yeah. That's, whoa, mind blown. Yeah. So it'll be great. And then we could play Resident Evil 9, which will be called Resident Evil 8. 6. Oh, yeah. 
It'll be six to spelled <laughs> out. <laughs> Resident Evil six. But then it'll be six nine. Oh, um, oh. nice. Hey, that's, that's actually kind of clever. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what the game will be about. Yeah. Probably be... <laughs> featuring the vampire lady from yeah. this game. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's the one everyone wants. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I put this one down, this next piece of news. Because I was like, haha, because it makes X, because it makes PlayStation. Yeah, but I was going to delete this one. So, oh. yeah. The Resident Evil Village Pro demo. X. When performing at absolute best, does 10% better on Series X. Uh, and then I added a difference of 2 FPS on average. Because, oh. sorry guys, it's uh, Xbox can't be good. Sorry. but uh, Only 2 FPS? Who cares? It's still okay. an advantage. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe more we'll what start it represents. seeing... Yeah. Everyone was talking about teraflops earlier. This, you know, or when the conf- consoles weren't released. So maybe we'll start seeing games start outperforming on Xbox. Yeah. Hasn't really happened to a noticeable degree yet, though. Right now, we're still kind of in the transition area where, like, games, like, it's basically going to be the same ratio that it was on the previous consoles. Yeah. But I think as time goes on, we might see Xbox start to outshine PlayStation. No, In terms of the performance. No, they won't. Don't say that. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. I will not doubt my purchase. Well, you could still, you're not, you're so allowed to buy a PlayStation even if Xbox is more powerful. No, not, PlayStation like has to be better. Way. Who am I going to make fun of then? Xbox, because PlayStation will still have the better games. Fine. Xbox, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I don't All care. Right, that's pretty easy to convince you. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. So okay. next, Nintendo has added the CEO of Illumination to the board of directors. So does Illumination buy shares of Nintendo? Uh, I don't think so, but they're just making the Mario movie. So they were oh. like, oh, this guy's making Mario movie. Okay, add him to the board of directors. I hope That's that this really guy true. is like one of the, the the lower people on the board of directors or they don't listen to his opinion because Illumination right. isn't like the best Good. yeah <laughs> they're no pixar or something or yeah they're not even a dreamworks not yeah, even they're not even a other sony animation. not even a sony pictures animation yeah yeah those guys have gotten better recently not even uh people that make ice age i think that's also sony pictures animation i think that's dreamworks actually no dreamworks no? doesn't make ice age uh, who makes this, we need to look this up Thanks. Uh, Blue Sky Studios. There you go. They're owned by Disney now. What? Because Blue Sky Studios, they were owned by Fox, and then Disney bought Fox, so they're Disney now. That's impossible. This was supposed to be DreamWorks. The first Ice Age is on Disney Plus, apparently. Who knew? What? I had no idea. I knew, but I just forgot. Well, it looks like I'm going to watch Ice Age. Just kidding. That movie is just okay. The Ice Age movies aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Although their most recent movie, the one where like Will Smith turns into a pigeon, I watched it and it was pretty enjoyable. What the hell? Well, what? You didn't know I haven't been that? paying attention to the, to the Ice Age movies, but he turns into a pigeon? I don't know. This is an Ice Age movie. It's just the newest Blue Sky. Oh, story. okay. And it has Tom Holland? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, okay. That's good? I thought it would be terrible. 
Uh, well, it wasn't like that good, but it was, I, I don't know, I had fun watching it. Okay, well, maybe I'll see it then. But I just like Will Smith, so. I think it's called like Spies in Disguise. Yeah, Spies in Disguise, that's the one. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Looks... I kind of liked it, though. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that must be your deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. Um, Kano. Not like really. Spies in Disguise. I just could told you that right now, and you didn't yeah. even ask me, so. Like, we weren't even talking about spies in disguise. I'm the one that brought it up and said yeah, it. Yeah, fine. Good. Well, okay. I'm making a joke, Aiden. Come on. Well, your joke didn't make any sense. I can't laugh at it if I don't understand it. I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the corner. I'm just going to cry. Yeah. yeah. So, Whatever. Next, Nintendo Switch has sold around 84.59 million units. Wow with 587.12 million units of software sold with 28.83 units of hardware and 230.9 million of software this past physical year. So 28 in the past year, which is almost 30, which is very good. Yeah, yeah. that's like impressive. But of course, every, every gaming company is having their best fiscal year. So it's yeah. not impressive. It's impressive, but it's like, well, we knew what that was going to happen, you know? Yeah. But the software is like a, a pretty big deal. Like that's a, that's yeah. a good portion. And that's just from this past year. So yeah. Like yeah, that's like almost half. Yeah. Yeah. The remaining stuff is like 357 million. So. Hey, hey, Drew, hey, Drew. Guess what? What? Is that per person or total? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What an incredible joke. For those who don't know, I've said that twice before when we talk about this stuff. Yeah, I bought 230.9 million. That was yeah, me, you me guys. Too. I brought I brought the average up a little bit. I, I bought like mm-hmm. 300 million. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. What can uh, I say? I love Monster Hunter Rise. Enough to buy it 300 million times. I, I hate Monster Hunter Rise, so I bought 230 million copies of it and burned them. This is oh, a wow. yeah. Well, jokes on you! You made it the highest selling game of all time by doing that. Oh no! I don't know how long this joke is going to last. We're going to keep on going until we reach the next thing, which is that the breakdown of those sales are 69.89 regular Switch units, and 14.7 million Switch Lite units. Uh, I have to say an obligatory nice. Yeah. That's the Switch Lite, not selling so well. I'd say, I mean, it's, it's fine. But of course, like a lot of people are going to get the regular Switch. And the yeah. Switch Lite is also newer, so. I think that's because it's not that much cheaper than the regular Switch, like only $100. Yeah, so you could buy like Switch Online and then a game, and you'd be $20 off and be like, oh. Okay, yeah. I could get the I could get the more functional one, you know. Yeah. The one that so, isn't a joke, and I had to send in my whole console. Yeah. Do you think that also comes down to marketing? Because like after the switch yeah, light I launched, so. I didn't see any switch light ads. Yeah, I don't like, think they made many. Yeah. The I think maybe whenever they introduce a new color. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think the blue switch light launched this week. There you go. Oh, that that thing we covered. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Look it's at always that. great when we're like, oh, this thing is going to come out. And then I can be like, it came out, you guys. 
Yeah. Awesome. It hasn't ha- it's like the first time that's happened, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we covered uh, Resident Evil, right? And that came out, and we covered. Yeah. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. So it's not and the we first. We covered time. Returnal, and that came out, and we covered. This is the first thing we covered, though, from announcement to coming out. Fine. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it that. Yeah. Yep. True. Correct. So next, uh, that's about, so the ratio is about seven games sold for every console, uh, which is a high attachment rate. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, and, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So Mario Kart 8 Deluxe remains the top selling Switch game with 35.39 million units sold. And Animal Crossing is in second place with 32.63 million units. So that's almost half of people that own Switches have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. It, it, it like boggles my mind how Animal Crossing sold so well. Yeah. Mario Kart 8, it's been on the market for four years, okay? Come on. Yeah. And it's Animal not Crossing. even a new game. It's, yeah. a, it's like a definitive edition, okay? But... Animal Crossing released last year and it's it's catching up. How? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Everybody wants it except you, of course. Yeah. Well, I own you it. bought it anyway. I, I, yeah. I don't no, I didn't buy it. I got it as a gift. Or actually oh, I don't remember okay. how I got it. It was so oh, forgettable fun. that I, I don't remember. Wow, yeah. But you're like the only one on earth that doesn't like it. Yeah. You're not a human, Aiden, if you don't There's like... There's a common trend here of me not liking any Nintendo games. Wow. Maybe yeah. we can draw, like, a line of best fit or something. Be like, which games does Aiden like and which How games does How would you draw a line of best fit without numbers? That's... I don't know. You mean... Like, like a... average review score out of 100 and be like... Oh, it's probably like a, a 6 zero. or 7 or maybe a 5. Well... Uh, there are games that bring that average up like odyssey mario odyssey breath of the wild which is a 10 out of 10 we all agree on this you don't need to yeah yeah Yeah, there are a few games that would probably bring that average up Mm -hmm. yeah uh next switch had 36 titles in the physical year of 2020 that sold over 1 million whoa and 22 were nintendo published while 14 were third party but Cool. Yeah, third parties seem to be doing really well on the Switch, especially yeah. with like yeah. exclusive stuff. Yeah. Like Mario yeah, Rabbids, well on every Monster Hunter Rise. They're doing well. Mario Rabbids was awesome. That doesn't count as a Nintendo game, so I'm allowed to like it. Oh, um, really? No, but it has Mario in it. Oh, that's true. But it's a Ubisoft yeah. made. It's actually like a great game, though. It's one of my favorite Switch games. Probably like my second favorite behind Odyssey. Yeah, but it has uh, turn-based gameplay, so that so makes fun. it automatically terrible. And it like actually has some difficulty, which is more than any like Switch. In, an, in, in a Mario game? Yeah. But it has Mario in it. I'm it's four like, years old. I should be able to play this game if it has Mario on the cover. Anybody that has a Switch, please buy Mario Rabbids. I want them to make a sequel so bad. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Cause... It could still happen. Yeah. How many did? Well, I mean, okay, fine. It could happen. I think the, the well, original did well, well, right? Like, it sold at least two million. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it does. I hear a lot of people like it, but it's I don't know if I'll ever try it. You really should. It's so good. 
Okay, fine. Maybe someday. I, I keep, I kind of forget about that game sometimes, but it's oh, so wow. good. So forgettable, almost as forgettable as Animal Crossing, huh? I guess they're basically the same. No. Yep. Nope. You forgot about Animal Crossing. Sometimes you forget about this also, game. like the only Switch game that actually goes on sale for a good price. Like I've seen it for $20. Yeah, because it has Ubisoft instead of Nintendo. Yeah. Ubisoft always makes bad games, so they have to make it like zero dollars. Well, Ubisoft buy understands it. the concept of the sale and realizes that making your game six dollars off isn't something anyone's going to want to buy. No, but they don't understand that holding a tournament for like twenty dollars of eShop credit is acceptable. That's true. They're, they don't yeah. have the intelligence of Nintendo. Yeah, they don't get that. It's like, well, what if we had a tournament where yeah. people could win? A minimal amount of money that they can just give back to us. Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be awesome. And Nintendo so, got it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so next, this is our is this the last? No, it's not the last piece of news. It's not the last. Oh my one. god, there's so much more. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. Uh, this is yeah, like, this is like one. a this takes up the majority, not the majority, but it takes up like two pages of our doc. Because yeah. 70 games receive performance boosts. So that brings the total up to 90. Yeah. Cool. That's like, I think when people saw FPS boost, they're like, oh, it'll be cool. You know, we'll have a few games. No, 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 no. This is Xbox. They love to make their old games good. And yeah, these, these things are at like 60, 120. Very awesome. Yeah. So we have here the complete list of all the games to receive a performance boost, the full list of 90. And you said you were going to read it. Will you do so? Yeah, okay. I'm going to drink some water first. Right. You can take some breaks. if you, It doesn't all need to be in a row. You underestimate me. Okay. All right, let's go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alien Isolation, Anthem, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, Assassin's Creed Unity, Blade Chasers, Night War, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline, Battlefield 5, Beholder Complete Edition, Dead Island Definitive Edition, Dead Island Riptide Definitive Edition, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, Dirt 4, Dishonored Definitive Edition, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, Don't Starve Giant Edition, Dragon Age Inquisition, Dungeon Defenders 2, Dying Light, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Far Cry 4, Far Cry 5, Far Cry New Dawn, Far Cry Primal, Gears of War 4, Golf with Your Friends, Halo Wars 2, Halo Spartan Assault, Hollow Knight Boyhard Edition, Homefront, The Revolution, Hyperscape, Island Saver, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham, Lego Jurassic World, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Lego Marvel Avengers, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, Lego The Hobbit, Lego The Incredibles, Lego World, Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2, Lords of the Fallen, Mad Max, Metro 2020, <coughs> Metro 2020, Metro 2033 Redux, Metro The Last Light Redux, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, this is where I start breaking down, my sanity yep. is gone, Monster Energy Supercross 3, Mo- MotoGP 20, Moving Out, My Friend Pedro, my time at Porsche, New Super Lucky Tales, Overcooked 2, Paladins, PVZ Garden Warfare, PVZ Garden Warfare 2, PVZ Battle for Neighborville, uh, Power Rangers, Battle for the Grid, Prey, Realm Royale, Recore, Sea of Solitude, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, Shadow Warrior 2, Sleeping Dogs, Definitive Edition, Smite, Sniper Elite 4, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Steep, Super Lucky's Tales, Super Hot, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, Evil Within 2, Psycho Break 2 in Japan, uh, The Gardens Between, Lego Movie 2 Video Game, The Lego Movie Video Game, Titanfall, Titanfall 2, uh, Tom Clancy, The Division, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, to- uh, Totally Reliable Delivery Service, Two Point Hospital, UFC 4, Unravel 2, Unruly Hero, Total Goose Game, Wasteland 3, Watch Dogs 2, Watch Dogs, and Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. 
And that is the 90. So I, I think it's fair to say from this point on, I'll be doing the rest of the reading here. I'm done. Yeah. See you guys. Episode's over. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm doing the rest now. I'm just going to. All right. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, well, My at least you did burning. it. Yeah, I That's, did it. Yeah. I can die now. That's going to be a classic moment in the future. You can be like, remember that time you read out a list of 90 games? I'm done. Yeah. Is that really 90? They didn't feel like 90. Because I did it so fast. And so, so oh, I see. Yeah. It might have been just, just a list of 70. Or, I don't know. I don't feel like counting them. Uh, so let's just go straight into the next news. Uh, some new concerning info on Halo Infinite has come out from an ex-employee in a Mandarin interview was translated and you got all this information from reset era so yeah. the employee was a skybox artist skybox artist and he stated that he still believes the finished product will be great and that's some uh what is that uh epoch making masterpiece i don't know what is that epoch mean? is but that's just what the guy said i think it okay. means like it's a, a something for the ages and everyone will be like oh. remember halo infinite that was awesome it really set the standard you know? So he stated that the company's executives were overambitious and kept adding new things to the to-do list without focusing on what needed to be done first. It needed to be finished first. Uh, yeah, and despite so many things being put into the game, a lot of other concepts were, concepts were cut. The employee said this has led to some things that made over the years that no one will probably ever see. Oh, that's sad. Uh, and I think some of my, my speech sort of degradations going over to you yeah you're you're stumbling on some words here yeah well I, yeah. i'll just have to speak clearly and slowly due yeah. to the game's semi-open world focus the game and the swift space engine were being worked on simultaneously which is why last year's gameplay reveal was so underwhelming many features of the engine weren't fully implemented yeah. Wow. Good job. You really sounded out all those words. I'm very yeah. proud of you. No stumbles. Yeah, that was amazing. Okay. Any employees, especially lower level ones, have no, been you don't working... need to. Oh, you don't need to keep doing. Right. I've been working overtime yeah. until the early hours of the morning in recent years, commonly referred to as crunch. All right. Wow. You really went full speed on that yeah. one. Three, four, three, pulling a naughty sticks. dog there. Yeah. They're they're really pulling a naughty dog. Except maybe not. I don't know. I haven't heard of like hospitalizations or anything. So at least it's not that bad. Right. <laughs> they're not even. They're not even as bad as one dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. As of now, though, I don't think people have like verified this source, but it's very likely that it is true because I believe there was a comment on that thread on the forum post that uh, from Jason Jason Schreier who we yeah. covered his story uh, during the PS What the Hell episode. Yeah. He does a lot of stories on crunch or development troubles in games. Um, even in his book, I'm not promoting book? his book or anything, but it's wow. like Blood, uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. That's a good book. I'd recommend it. Um, you read it? Uh, yeah. Oh. It's pretty good. It's at, it's at our library. You can go check it out. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. there was a time where I was like, I got to read all the game books in the library. It's going to be awesome. Wow. I'm not going to buy the books, of course. Why would I? Yeah. Come on. Supporting the author? Them. No. 
but he he commented on it saying that he also has a story that he's working on that is going to be addressing this so keep on the lookout for that that one's going to be a big deal like whenever he does one of these stories it, it ends up being a pretty big deal is halo infinite still your most anticipated game yeah i mean there was already concern right i was already sort of being like well maybe you know but this guy he still says that it's going to be he still believes it's, it's going to be great awesome. so i think there's still there's still a place for it to be like really good and fun yeah that's kind of interesting like they cut all this stuff and the development's not going well but he's still like yeah it's going to be good <laughs> it's kind of I mean, nice. it wouldn't be like it's going to be a terrible game you guys well he's an ex-employee so he yeah, can say whatever still. he wants still i mean he worked on some stuff right you're not going to be like yeah those skyboxes really suck you know even though yeah. made them. whoever made the skyboxes really botched their job yeah no he'd be like he'd, he'd be doing like a let's play or something he'd be like wow these skyboxes are great i wonder who yeah. did that everyone looked at the credits and found who made these skyboxes and emailed them and told them they did a great job Everybody send them death threats. Yeah. It's going to be a true gamer moment. Or maybe he'll, maybe he'd be like, oh, the entire game sucks, except the skyboxes, which are really high quality. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Halo skyboxes, they, they tend to be cool. Halo, yeah, Halo does have cool skyboxes because of, like, the ring. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I remember before I knew what Halo yeah. was, there was, like, a Minecraft map for Halo yeah. that I had. Yeah. I was like, I what exactly the hell is that? How's yeah. that working? And I, I used tried to try to and go to warn it. Yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. I used to I tried to go there and I was, that's a tower. It's a tower that that curves. And no, it's not a tower, it's a ring. Yeah. But now that I I learned about Halo and I actually like played the first game at least. I'm like, "Oh, that's why it looks like that. That's yeah. of course that's why it looks like that." We did the exact same thing. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. So relatable, right, guys? Yeah. Well, to, not to the audience probably. They're not as no. stupid as us. No, they did the exact same thing, you guys. Oh. I, yeah. It's such a relatable thing. It's like yeah. human nature to to try and fly towards the uh, the tower in the Halo Minecraft map on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> it's very specific, though. You need to have, like, one have Minecraft on Xbox and two loaded the specific Halo, like, texture pack. So. And also have no idea what Halo is. Be, yeah, just be you have super to own an stupid. Xbox and have no idea what Halo is. Yeah, just be super, super stupid. Yeah, you know. So, well, if your name is uh, me, if your name is yeah, if you're me, then there's a 100% chance that you'll you'll have a very relatable experience. There you um, go. <laughs> yeah. Next. Sony has trademarked Sunset Overdrive, which is from Insomniac that they made as an exclusive for Xbox. So I've seen a lot of people saying this most likely doesn't mean anything, but I don't know. It's, it's still like a cool possibility of Insomniac bringing that over to PlayStation. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to see it. I don't know if it'll happen. Some people said it could be for like a sequel. And yeah. if they do make a sequel, I'd like to see it on Xbox, even though Insomniac owns play uh or insomniac is owned by playstation now i'd like to see it come to xbox i think it's yeah. only fair if that's I'm gonna, true yeah, yeah, I'm they're like carrying them. playstation yeah they're, they're making a sequel to that already mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna follow in my example that i said for the bethesda thing because i'll be like yeah 
you know, PlayStation should be the, the bigger man and be like, yeah, you guys had the series before. It's only fair, you know, unlike yeah. stupid Xbox where they're saying, oh, Elder Scrolls is going to be exclusive or whatever. Doom is going to be exclusive. They even said that. Yeah, but they said that they were focusing on bringing exclusive stuff. I think chances are most of the stuff is going to be exclusive. So. I don't know. I think they're going to be like cross-platform for a while. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, if I didn't say that, right, if, it didn't, if I said, like, yeah, we should really stick it to those guys, they're not going to get a sequel to Sunset Overdrive. That'd seem really mean, and I don't want to be really mean, even I though I am. Elder Scrolls Six is more likely to be cross-platform than a Sunset Overdrive sequel is. Well, yeah, just because it's so huge, but... Well, yeah. okay, fine. That's not a fair comparison. Uh, so well, next, like, Doom is more likely to be That's not a fair comparison. Doom is huge. Like, the fine, next... Then. Wolfenstein or something. Uh, why are you being so mean to Wolfenstein? What do you mean, dude? What did they ever do? Way bigger. What well, Wolfen? They're Nazis. What? No, you fight, no, you Nazis fight the Nazis. <laughs> no, it's uh, the opposite of what you thought. Look, man, there's wolves you, in it. Do you think Bethesda was making pro-Nazi games? Is that no, what you there's thought? wolves in it. Okay, I don't trust wolves in Wolfenstein. Right. Also, they That's have stupid so titles. They're like New New Order, Young Blood, Old Blood, or whatever. Old Young Blood. I don't know. All right, fair enough. You've yeah. made a solid case. Uh, I've made it so bad, and the titles are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should have had a cool title like Eternal, yeah. or just numbers, or a year, or a year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, just be Wolfenstein twenty. Wolfenstein twenty twenty twenty. Whatever Five. year that gets I don't released know. or yeah. takes place or whatever. I don't care at all about Wolfenstein. Yeah, me neither, but it looks kind of fun. Uh, anyway, a uh, class action lawsuit has been proposed towards Sony. Uh, it's for their apparent monopoly on uh, digital game sales on PlayStation. Uh, it's just a proposition right now, so it's unlikely to actually go anywhere. So you're the one that put this here. Could you go a little bit more in depth on what this means? Uh, yeah, so I think that a while back, PlayStation had like a, they put like a ban on selling digital game codes in physical stores. Mm-hmm. I don't know how effective that ban has been, but, you know, that sort of does create a monopoly. It's like, if you want a digital game, you have to get it from us. But I mean, who cares? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, but then go after, you know, Microsoft. You're going to be like, even if you buy the thing from Best Buy. You're still buying the game digitally from Xbox on the Microsoft Store. Yeah. Well, this it works different. Does it work like that though? It works some. I mean, because then it's a code, right? Because it's not like PlayStation is getting the full sixty dollars because Best Buy is taking a cut. Yeah. True. Fine. But how much is Best Buy getting? Probably the same they get from the physical purchase. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't really think it's that big a deal for them. I think. Yeah. I don't think I don't they think need like a class a action lawsuit. Yeah, this they should just like, be like, "Hey, man, that's not cool. Could you give us the code cards back?" The Joy-Con drift level, Ricky. Yeah. I want a Joy-Con. You know, I want more companies to have Joy-Con drift level yeah. stuff where we can be like, "Ha, they're getting sued." Yeah. That EU thing is still happening, right? They're considering banning it in the EU. Yeah, I think so. That that's gonna be like a huge deal. 
if it actually happens. <laughs> Nothing ever happens in the EU. Not not to uh, with like the United States. EU bad. There we it's go. Like, we got Xbox bad. We got Nintendo yeah. bad. We got EU bad. Come on, yeah. what's next? Hmm? PlayStation. Oh, hey, this no. is where we could have done the PlayStation bad thing right here. Yeah, PlayStation. No, yeah. PlayStation not bad. Ah, PlayStation not bad. Uh, I gotta Everyone find a new bad. target. Um, wait, but EU good know. though because they're banning Nintendo Switch. Oh wait. But also bad, a very strange they're web. Very, they're also they're bad and they're good. It's very complicated. Yeah. All right, I gotta get a random country here. Benin. Sorry, guys. If you live in Benin, Benin, Benin bad. Country in West Africa. Why are you making fun of like these underdeveloped countries? I don't know. I looked on so random rude. country generator. Pick one that's like actually like a like a developed country. I don't mean to be Poland. To anyone in Benin. Po- like, oh, I can't say Poland. That's uh... yeah. Say Germany. Everyone loves Germany. Planning. Come on, Germany. Any country Germany in Western bad. Europe. Yeah, Germany bad, Italy yeah. bad, France bad, British bad. Yeah, there you go. Ireland bad. I'm not getting canceled today. Yeah, Scotland bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to move on from this? Yeah. So next we got. It is rumored that Sony's working on a refresh design of the PS5. Uh, it isn't a pro or swim, just a different internal design. Uh, to I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the Switch, they also did this, right, where they made the battery more powerful. Yeah, so it's not going to be, like, a big deal in terms of performance or whatever. Yeah, this isn't anything new. All consoles do this, where, like, they just change the design yeah, a little bit. It's still the same. Yeah. I think the reason given you is quite interesting, that they're changing it so that they can produce it more easily, given yeah. the shortage, right? So hopefully this means you get more PS5s in the wild. And- yeah. Everyone can get one. I can finally stop seeing those. Those, God, I'm gonna have to go back into therapy for this. But those comments, I swear to God, PlayStation does anything, yeah. and they're like, "I can't get a PS5. I can't get a shut up." Yeah, okay. like for those people, right? Because they're putting out a new PS5 ad like every day. It's like, oh, I wish I could actually get one. Yeah, I know. But when I they they had like this beautiful trailer that's yeah. called like a play like never before and it has all this amazing like downright artistic sort of representations of the ps5's features and i go in the comments seeing like does anybody is anybody else appreciating this art here you know is anybody else being like wow this is really pretty and all that yeah. no they're all like oh too bad i can't get one right oh play you know play like never before more like never play ever lol oh, nice I'm hey like, no. playstation bad again Ooh. Ooh, PlayStation yeah. bad. Sorry, yeah. guys. That's yeah. two PlayStation bads and only Ooh. like one Xbox bad. Hey, I think Xbox bad we did twice. Oh, okay. All right, we're equal uh, then. Yeah. So next. Uh, next. This is like our end of the news, non-gaming yeah. related stuff. Loki will be premiering June 9th instead of the 11th. So that's Wednesdays instead of Fridays. Uh, that's lame. Yeah. Well, I don't really care. I care. Come on. My whole thing on Friday was just like, all right, have a seat. You know, it's the weekend now. Chill. You know, watch the new Marvel show. It won't be that great, but it'll be something. It'll be media that you can consume. It's most likely I will not enjoy it, but it will still be nice to watch it on Friday. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a Friday, you know. 
that's great. Yeah. But now it's on Wednesdays. Yeah. Which sucks, but I don't, I'm not actually going to care about it at all. Yeah, me neither. Next. Yeah. So this is from early in the week. This is kind of old news. But uh, Marvel released a video showing off the movies they're putting out, like titles and release dates. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole list because if you're listening, you probably have already seen the video or you don't care. But yeah. Uh, I think we had a whole thing about uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. We don't. We've yeah. agreed. We've come to consensus. That title is not not very good. Everyone seems to think it's like an amazing title. But yeah, like, what? what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> come on. It's just Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And at this point, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I don't mean to like diss Chadwick Boseman or whatever, but like, come on, it's kind of it's kind of cringe now. You guys have ruined it. Okay, it was cool in the actual movie, but then you guys kept doing it. The, the little thing with your hands where you put it on your chest. You kept doing yeah. that. So just just stop doing that. You guys, you guys ruined it. Maybe this would have been a cool title if it wasn't that, you know? That's true. They're kind of like using it a lot. I think it was cool when they did use it though so far. It was cool when they used it in the movies, but then outside of the movies, all the all these Marvel fanboys, they were just like, Wakanda yeah. forever, you guys. Whenever Ch- when Chadwick Boseman died, they were like, Wakanda forever. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit, they, I, I took part in They don't realize he's an actor movies. and not the character. Yeah. They were like, oh my god, guys, does this mean no Black Panther 2? A guy died. Come yeah. on. A guy, what are you, seriously? Yeah. That's your priority here? Yeah. No Black Panther. No, no. How am I going to, you know, how am I going to solve racism now? Yeah. How am I going to find the answers to all my questions? Yeah. Like Black Panther 1, it solved racism, okay? Uh, That movie wasn't even about racism, but I appreciate that. What? They they referenced slavery. Did they? Yeah, with uh, Killmonger. I didn't see that that movie. Epic quote where he was like, Oh, throw me in the sea like they did with my ancestors who jump off the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. Yeah, that's that's what he's referencing. Throw me in the sea. No, but he's referencing. I thought that was a good line. Come on. Yeah, it was a cool line. That's like the only good line in that movie. That was like, oh, he's not afraid of death. So awesome. That uh, like when Black Panther shows up and he's like, as you can see, I'm not dead. And then Killmonger's like, what's up? Well, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I knew. Yeah. He doesn't care at all. Killmonger's I like Killmonger. Like, every good part about Black Panther comes from Killmonger. Yeah. Come on. Michael B. Jordan, he does a good job at it. Yeah. Good actor. Mm-hmm. He uh, is. I think so, there was a movie I yeah. saw with him in it. Uh, I forgot what it was. I've seen Just, movies too. Justice or something? Something like that? Yeah. It's like just something. Just will be. Just Mercy, I think that's what it was. So of Just this, Mercy, great movie. Uh, of this full list, what are you most excited for? Uh, I think I, I said really Eternals. Eternals, wow. Yeah, because I, I mean, it's something new, right? I would say Spider-Man, of course, but like Spider-Man is going to be Spider-Man. Uh, I mean, it could be Spider-Verse, but we got like a hard deconfirm on that. Yeah. Except we didn't because as I've said many times before, he never... Uh, for you don't know like andrew garfield was in an interview and he was asked are you going to be in the new spider-man and he was like oh i haven't gotten a call yet and that was like, was like also said he hasn't been told that they're going yeah to be well you know what you know what 
Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, he he never said he wasn't in it. Yeah, but then danced, Tom he danced around that added. question. He but danced around. Tom Holland did not said, dance around the question. Tom Holland, Tom Holland, they would never tell him anything because he spoils everything, right? Uh, but well, he, maybe. the other guy, Andrew Garfield, he but that always just proves said, my point that if no. he's spoiling everything. Then he's telling the truth. They wouldn't know. No, they it. wouldn't know. See, this is the thing, right? He he never said that he wasn't in it. He always said that he just got a call. And here's the thing, okay? Marvel, they always they love their green screens. Here's my master plan. Here's my idea yeah. of their master plan. They have all three of them set up in different locations around the yeah. world, okay? Very far away from each other. And they're going to green screen them together into one movie. Right, but how does that connect to him not having received the call? Because they they texted him, and they didn't would, call him. Would they, Tom Holland not notice some of his lines are a little weird if he's saying them to nobody? No, because he's English, and they they those guys they don't speak English normally. They speak weird English. Oh, I see. He's, see, that's like that's how the plan works. Tom Holland would be like, "Why are you telling me this line is for another Spider-Man?" And they're like, "Oh, it's an American thing. You wouldn't understand." That's an American thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. I'm telling you. My oven chips. <laughs> That's a British thing. Oven chips. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the Prime Minister guy, um, I don't remember his name. Boris Johnson? Boris Johnson. He likes oven chips. Wow. Yeah. Good job, so, Boris Johnson. Next, our main topic, uh, which is game creation tools Ooh, Ooh, yay! so this is because nintendo announced game builder garage or as i call it game builder garbage uh-huh um, you get it you put a b yeah. in garage and it says garbage garbage so funny yeah uh so the game allows it's basically like dreams but way less advanced uh so allows people to create their own games and it's coming out in june which is pretty soon like a month away Rude. Uh, you said it was basically like dreams, but less advanced. You don't know that. Yeah. So basically, yeah, our yeah, main yeah. topic it's, is it's not going to be as good. Yeah. So our main topic is one discussing this game, and two talking about other like game creation tools and how much power the player has in certain games to make content. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just get into that discussion. Yep. So, so this game it seems to be pretty limited. Yeah. I think that was like one of the first thing I, I said, like all the games yeah. they showed off were all 2D, except for one, which had like a second of being in 3D. Okay, here's the thing, okay. They're, yeah. They may seem limited. Yeah. I think I think it'll be able to do 3D, because even in the Labo VR one, you could do 3D. I, could you really? Yeah, I think some person remade Bob on Battlefield in it. But with the movable camera? I think so, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's in VR. I don't know how that would work. Oh. Because it's right. like the Labo VR, yeah. So, well, okay. I don't think a movable camera would be possible. Then. I don't know, but like three D might be probably possible. a three D, you know. Yeah. But like, um, it's like the Mario three D world style. Yeah. Like probably something like that. Yeah, fixed camera. Uh, yeah. The thing is, though, right? It's very simple, but yeah, it's also Nintendo, which means it'll be simple but elegant. Okay. More like simple but stupid. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be easier for you to make something that actually looks good and isn't complete garbage. 
It's going to be much more approachable for, you know, kids or something, right? That's a great way to like introduce people to game design or making games, right? Game development. Yeah. It does. Um, I mean, it does kind of look a little bit like those like children, like, you know, block coding. Like, yeah, block coding. Exactly. That's what they use for like little kids who are interested in coding. Um, like, I like dreams, but that game is not at all coding. Yeah. But that game is also not as easy, right? Well, it's uh, I, it was I maybe more time consuming. Okay. Um, well, oh, something else about yeah. game builder gar garbage. Yep. It's Nintendo again. That's another point because you know how Nintendo fans are. Yeah. They are incredibly dedicated. And they will find a way to just break this thing and make some really cool stuff. Yeah. I'll also be playing this game Toy Con thing, right? Toy Con? In the Labo VR thing. Somebody made a shrine from Zelda, Breath of oh, the Wild. That's cool. Like an entire, like the Magnesis shrine, where you could use Magnesis in it. That is cool. Yeah. See, these guys, I mean, they're passionate yeah. about Nintendo stuff. So they'll guarantee they'll find a way to break it or. Like, that's what they do nintendo fans they see a game and they're like this is the only game i'm gonna play for the next three years yeah they're like they see a game and they're like oh it's incredibly limited but i'm gonna do something really weird and crazy instead yeah because yeah pretty much that's what they do they're like i don't have anything else to do it's gonna be like 10 years until nintendo makes another game so but criticism i have a criticism and that is that the you can't play other people's games. It's like it's a code system. There's no browse feature. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. You can't even yeah, it's very odd that there's like no no browsing or any like sort of hub like Mario Maker. Yeah. Even Mario Maker has a basic hub. Yeah, but even Mario it's like, Maker it's like you can share your codes. You yeah. can share codes. We have codes. Yeah. I get the feeling that Nintendo is scared because they don't know how to make a search bar. Like a proper one. That's an interesting theory. Have they ever had a search bar in any of their games? Probably, but they still don't know so. how to. You've actually brought up an interesting idea. Do they know how to make a search bar? Yeah, do they know? Come on. The eShop has a search bar, but they oh. outsourced that. Oh, okay. That there, There's my theory. They didn't make the eShop in-house. They, they didn't make the UI in-house. It's like, think about it. For Nintendo Switch friend codes, you can't just search people's names. You have to have a code. Mario Maker levels the code. It's, Do they yeah. know how to make a search? This is, these are the real questions we're asking here, folks. For Mario Balloon World, there isn't any kind of search feature. I think you can search by code for that, actually. Oh, well, even still. No That's a code. Yeah. It's a code. Yeah. They don't know how to make a search bar. Also uses codes, like friend codes. Yeah. Like so we basically exposed all of Nintendo. They don't know yeah. how to make a search bar. They don't know what a search bar is, maybe. Maybe they could make it if they learned what it is, but they don't know. Yeah, instead of Google, they have like a giant encyclopedia at the office. They have to look up the specific code for what they're trying to search up. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, what's the word for, what's a synonym for like, Apple or something. I don't know. Yeah. And it's there like are no four, three, zero, Q, five. It's like, okay, I'll search that up. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. I'll yeah. go search that up into the old encyclopedia. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so multiplayer games are supported. Uh, That's but cool. We don't know that, right? We just know that. I think we saw a game that was like two player. Oh. In the well, thing, it was cool. like in the corner when they showed all the different games. It was like over there. Did it Mario Maker where like you can also make stuff together? Maybe, yeah. Probably. I think there's a mode where you can give like one Joy-Con and you can use one Joy-Con each. Oh, that's cool. But on the website it says supports up to eight players. So yeah. We could have eight player games made in this thing. Okay. Yeah. That could be crazy. That could be crazy. You can make Mario Kart in this. Yeah, this brings up very interesting fan game theory. Yeah. What happens if I make a Mario game in this? Do I get copy striked within Nintendo's own game? Or I don't does think it they would do that, right? But what would they do? Would they remove it? That would come on. I, mean, I don't know. They wouldn't make it they wouldn't they made, do that to their own making, game. Like a, yeah. If they're making okay, their own happens, thing on their own system and then But what happens if somebody tries to localize Mother 3 within the game? Uh I don't think Nintendo would do anything. They might though. Maybe that's why they made it like not very good in the first place. Because uh, like, they, they can't were localize afraid. Mother 3. Fools. They were afraid people would just make games and then nobody would buy the games. Yeah, it's like, hi, I made Mario Odyssey, the entirety of it in this thing. Yeah. I mean, it you also have to download the to... games. Yeah. Yeah, you can't like stream them. You Which have to download them to your console. Dumb. That's going to take like time. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the games look super simple, so it shouldn't take too long, right? Mario Maker again didn't work with downloading. That was streaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this seems like a big. It's like a step up, but simultaneously a step down from Mario yeah. Maker. And also, we had an like, argument about Mario Maker versus Dreams before. Uh, yeah, and then I won. Hey, 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 hey! Come I on. voluntarily decided to end the argument. The game where you can make literally anything versus the game where that's just a like Mario level editor. Yeah. Okay, but there, there's a very interesting argument to be had about is a game creation tool better if it has more options yes but it's harder to use which means that you're not going to have easy to use but it's much there's a there's a much bigger task ahead of you if you want to make a game in there versus just a level in mario we just put in the things that's true dreams you're kind of asked with the question like if i could do anything what would i do mario is like here here's exactly what you're going to do and it's it just gives you yeah you have some degree of freedom there like, well, yeah. Like, you know, in Mario Maker, you can do interesting things. In Dreams, you can do much more interesting things, but not but as many people can do those things. When it doesn't come down to making stuff, it just comes down to playing other people's stuff. Dreams wins by far. Yeah, fine. I'll admit that. There's some yeah. really awesome stuff in Dreams. Um, yeah. I was watching an episode of like The Blessing Show on Kind of Funny. That's a thing. It's really cool. It's on Dreams. And they made the entire episode within dreams. Like they had the, the person's face and stuff and they animated that within dreams. Oh, that's cool. That, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. And they showed off all these different games. And there was like this puzzle game about languages and stuff. And it was like, you use Morse code and flags and stuff. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, people yeah. made that in dreams. 
That is cool. It's it's cool that like the amount of content you can get in there and just like the number of different things that can be made. You know? Yeah. Like My question game. is, yeah. why is Dreams, like when you want to make something like this, it has to be cheap because you need people to bite. You need a lot of people to, to be like, okay, I could get this, you know? Because yeah. a lot of people are going to want to just play other people's stuff. They're not going to want to make themselves because that's a huge ordeal especially yeah. in dreams. Like, Again, it's not that complicated. I mean, it's not, it may not be complicated, but it's certainly time consuming. You have to make yeah. the environments and you have to set up all the, the, the like logic or whatever. Right. Well, so it's certainly, it'll certainly take you a while. Yeah. It's much easier to just play other people's stuff. Yeah. So why is it not free with PS plus already? Yeah. Imagine Probably if they sold dreams, enough. Like, Imagine if Dreams was a like a free PS Plus benefit, you know? Change it from being like a change it from being just a standard game to like a hub, like a social hub where you could just make stuff as a PS Plus member and share it with other PS Plus members and everyone would have it for free and they'd be like, "Oh, I have this service. Let me just jump in and see what people are making." Or alternatively, since you're reaching million like tens of millions of people you know oh i've been meaning to try this game but i don't really want to pay for it you know and then they go and make yeah. more stuff to keep that community alive that's kind of cool that's a cool idea although they also they could be working on it like dreams ps5 version and maybe that is when they're trying to like put life back into the game well if they make a dreams ps5 version it better be on ps plus i'm sorry I know it sounds entitled or something, but like these these games, they need an active community of people both making and playing in order to survive. I feel like, yeah, if they do to... an enhanced PS5 version, we'll probably put it on PS Plus. Yeah. I'm going to sort of tie in, tie this into the uh, uh, other sort of thing, like where we look at other games. The biggest the biggest user-generated content game, right? The game that is, mo the, the game that is reliant on players making their own stuff is yeah. roblox which is free yeah. and people you know roblox the company is making like billions right yeah but people in the game are able to monetize their own games and they're making money too i don't think that is something placed that's not yet i'm saying like yeah. that's a big deal though right it's yeah. not something that the other companies are going to do of course obviously that's a big risk but for, dream, uh, for Roblox, it paid off, but I don't expect anyone else to do that. Yeah. But it's free and it's a huge success. You know how many people would say, you know, tell their mom to like boot up the PlayStation or whatever if they could just get in and play or make stuff for free? Yeah. Like, being a person that makes games is like every kid's dream. Yeah. Ironic because it's a game called Dreams. Boom, you wow. can make your dreams Whoa. come true. Is that why it's called that? Oh my gosh. Who knows? But I never like, even thought on. of that. It's yeah. called dreams. Like these games are yeah. such a great avenue for people to start, you know, getting into making games. I think, I think it's like Media Molecule yeah. hired know. people who made like really good levels in Little Big Planet. They did? I didn't know that. I think that's happened before where people were like, this is a really impressive level. How did you do this? And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, let's hire you. I'm not sure that may or may not be true.
Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. So, the man who earned a job by playing Little Big Planet. Yeah, they hired for, yeah, the founder of UK Studio Media Molecule and creator of Little Big Planet hired four people from the community. Wow. That's a big deal. Like, yeah. that could, you know, a kid could grow up playing like Little Big Planet or whatever and become a game designer, you know? That's true. It's like uh, the Sonic Mania thing. Where they hired people that made the Sonic thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Like, I mean, it's not even that unbelievable. So many, so many, like, developers come from making smaller stuff, right? Whether it's in Dreams or something, but, you know, other yeah. indie devs of today may have started making Super Nintendo ROM hacks or doing, you know, making maybe making music in Mario Paint or uh, <laughs> making Flash games. Right, I know Flash games, that's the big one. Because the people that made Bomb Chicken started out making Flash games. Yeah, you know that? like there are so all these different avenues where you can get people into making games and those people are going to be making more games for the industry. That's why user-generated content is so awesome to me. Oh, I know. I never really thought about that before. I was just like, yeah, making stuff is cool. I, and I was never like, oh, maybe this is inspiring the next generation of game designers. I mean, when you're playing it, you're not going to be like, yeah, you know, 20 years down the line, this guy that made this year game on this platform, he'll be making the next uh, Assassin's Creed or whatever. Yeah. You know, you never really think about that when you're playing, but I mean, thinking about it from the outside right yeah that's that's a that's like an actual way that they could really get immersed into game development and be like this is fun i want to i want to do this yeah that's that's a good point um uh, yeah do you want to move on to the other user generated content yes. themes? let's talk about these yes uh so minecraft i think is another big one so Minecraft, it kind of fits into like two different categories. One is like you can make your own servers. So like your own parkour maps and own game modes and stuff. And that is part of it. But also just the game itself is built around building stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like mods, right? Yeah. Kids make, kids, I think there are like camps that make mods. Yeah. Like coding camps. They're like, oh, teach yeah, your kid like to that. make Minecraft I'm sure mods. sure they start out with Minecraft mods. Yeah. That's, that's that's a cool right, way to yeah. get kids into game development. I don't know about actually like making games inside of Minecraft because I guess that that would probably be in in Redstone or something. That's really complicated. Like that's possible. That's right? genuine coding though. So people have made other like big stuff in Minecraft, right? You could make like parkour or something, but in terms of like making uh, stuff with game design or whatever. Yeah. Like making a level or something with the yeah. different gimmicks, right? Yeah. Not really. But if you want to make a game in Minecraft, that's like a huge, huge ordeal. Yeah. Because it's in Redstone and that's literally just code. I think somebody made like a computer in Minecraft. That was that was crazy. Yeah. I'm always impressed by Redstone because I don't yeah. understand it. Me neither. But it looks cool. I struggle to make a Redstone door. And I always mess it up and I have to look up a video. A door? Dude, yeah. put a lever next to it. Come on now. No, I mean like the one where, like, you know, a piston oh, door. Oh, I don't know how to do that then. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I obviously wasn't talking about a lever. No, I thought... Yeah, I thought you were talking about a lever. I was like... Should have been more specific. That's about... Lot. Yeah, uh, I, I judge know. Aiden's intelligence to be about this high. Yeah. Between... I don't know how to make a lever. Yeah, somewhere between zero and redstone iron door. Yeah. There, there we go. That's the IQ. No. Oh, now I feel bad. I'm kidding. Come on. Uh, you want to talk about uh, the next one? We got Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. I don't know why you put this here. Neither of us have played it. Yes, but it is a game where you can make stuff. And yes, people have been hired through it. So yeah, it's relevant. We just talked about. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's all I've got on Little Big Planet. Yeah, so next I put games that uh, aren't really user-generated content-focused, but they have smaller modes, like maybe a map editor or allow you to make your own like custom game modes. Um, so Overwatch is one of them. And it has a map editor? What? Not a map editor. It, you can make custom game stuff. Oh, OK. When we 1v1s, I had to make like a custom game. And oh, yeah. Settings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there are other things so too. There are like parkour maps. and. Oh, that's cool then. Yeah. I think a parkour map could be really awesome with all the different move sets that all the characters have. There's yeah, a lot of potential. I've played there. a couple. They're really cool. I could imagine like a parkour map where it has all these different branching paths, and depending on the character you have, you'll have to go on one of them. Yeah, the, the main ones people use are like Hanzo or Genji because they can climb, and Hanzo is like, then they have the double jump. And Widowmaker has like the um, grapple hook, and Sombra can like throw the teleporter. Yeah, those are so awesome, honestly. Yeah. That actually sounds like a decent form of game design because those are like some fundamental sort of abilities that you can give in a platformer. Double jumps, dashes, yeah. grapple hooks, right? Yeah. So it's pretty cool the amount of stuff you could do with the Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're next, Minecraft again. That's Minecraft already did that. But this this time I was focusing on like the servers thing where you can make your own server and with like your own parkour maps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then next, Civilization Six. I was referring to a map editor because you can like make your own maps and like upload them, and other people can play. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. There are cool ones where like the entire map is a desert, or like each civilization only gets one tile to work on. The entire the map is a ocean. desert. Wow, yeah. I didn't know you can make a Civilization Six in California. Uh, 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 drought joke. Arizona. Well, yeah. I don't know much about Arizona. Oh, it's more. But I can make a drought joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's cool. And I guess also, um, it's just off the top of my head, Halo Three also had the custom game mode thing, and a map oh, yeah. there. So. Like Forge, I think it's called. Yeah. I think Halo Infinite might have a Forge. Thing. Oh, that's cool. Another I'm... reason to be my most anticipated game, which is yeah. obviously the greatest honor in the whole world. Yeah. I messed around with the Halo Reach map editor a bit. So is it like easy to use or is it cool? Not really. It was kind of eh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean I was I might have been just stupid though, and it might be good. This was yeah. like 10 years ago. So. Oh, okay. What do I know? 
Um, yeah, that, yeah, that is a question. What do you know? Nothing. See, that was a okay. short main topic. Are we done? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Uh, in summary, game creation tools are good. Uh, <laughs> it's cool to give the player power to make what they want. And it's mm -hmm. cool to see new ones, even when one of them sounds like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, game creation tools. Yes. Probably should have just made the Apple v. Epic case our main topic. Too late for that, huh? Yeah. But th this was so yeah. cool, though. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed yeah. talking about this. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, <laughs> I give this discussion a four out of five. Whoa, that was that's a high number. Yeah. <laughs> so next, what are we doing? Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. I. You know who goes first normally? I guess it would be me, right? I don't know. Whatever. My name is first on the th anyway. Yeah, your name. So. I watched a James Bond movie. Uh, the specific one I watched this week was For Your Eyes Only. That one is Roger Moore, which is the third James Bond, but the second main James Bond. Um, so the, the thing about the Roger Moore films, his films as James Bond, is they fluctuate in quality. So like some of them are like the worst James Bond movies, and some of them are like, yeah, that was a decent action movie. Um, for Your Eyes Only was one of the good ones, one of his few good ones. It's split like half and half. Okay. Uh, and any yeah. like sort of oh. spoiler free sort of like pitch or something? Like, uh, I don't know how the James Bond movies work if there's like a. Uh, yeah. Let, let, let me see if I can describe it. All right. How about just spoilers. a score or something? How about, I'll, I'll just say stuff that's established in like the beginning of the movie. Uh, James Bond is trying to find like a tracker thing, but also other people are trying to get the tracker, like the Russians, because this is made during the 80s. Oh, so the Russians. Like the Cold War. So it's like a race to get this tracker thing. But also it's like the tracker, it's owned by like these, the bad guys. These oh the no, bad guys. the bad guys. There are some like pretty creative action scenes in here that I won't spoil. Uh, yeah, like cool chase. Yeah, but I'm a Marvel fan. I wouldn't know yeah. what those mean. Creative action scenes. Do you mean yeah. bad CGI battle? Uh, I think that's what CGI. you mean. This is the 80s, remember? Oh, CGI. right. Computers didn't exist yet. Yeah. There were no computers. They, they counted with their fingers, actually. Another thing about the Roger Moore ones is they tend to be like more goofy, like they lean into the comedy more. And sometimes they do it right, and other times it's not very good, and it kind of just ruins the movie. This one does the more comedic stuff pretty well. Like where so James, James Bond will do how something would you, and says a little quick. How would you rate this? Uh, six or seven out of ten. Maybe a five. I'm going to go with six. Six out of ten. Six point five? Six out of ten? Some, somewhere around there. It's a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. Awesome. Yeah. Six. I thought you liked the out of five scale, though. Oh, right. Three out of yeah. five. All right. Three out of five. Uh, let's see. And also, if you want to start watching James Vaughn, do Drew, or the audience, don't start in the middle of Roger Moore. Okay. <laughs> There's like a continuity there? No, just it's just a oh. weird place to start. Like, there, okay. there are two, like, three main places to start. You'd start with the very first ones if you want to see them evolve over time. 
or if you want to start with just when the movies got good, start with GoldenEye or Casino Royale. Um, All right. Good advice. Kirsten probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get around to watching a James Bond movie someday. Yeah. Uh, and the next, I read a comic. Very exciting. Uh, Batman Black and White issue five. So I've talked about the series before. Basically, it's like a little anthology series of published Batman short stories um, that don't connect to each other, where they take like a writer and an artist and they write like a couple pages of a Batman story. Uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. There was one really specific story in this one, issue five, uh, called The Riddle, which is probably one of my favorite Batman stories I've ever read. Um, and basically, it's like a little choose-your-own-adventure thing. That's what I'll say about that. Oh, that, that that's actually cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it has a little twist at the end. Um, Ooh, a twist. Yeah. And I was, was the villain all along. There was this other story in it that I really liked where it was um, Batman and Robin scouting out like where they were going to do an interrogation thing. So Batman's like, oh, I'm going to set off these lights to scare them and then put out these explosions. And then he like spends it like, uh, like a minute explaining it. And then when it's actually time, Robin just jumps out and just starts beating them up and ruins Batman's whole plan. And Incredible. Yeah. A spoiler for that specific story, but yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't know if anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think it matters too much. Yeah. The riddle story was better anyway, so. Uh, did you play anything this week? Oh, games, right. No, I did yeah. not. I didn't play any games. I forgot. Oh, okay. <laughs> well. Should have done that. Yeah. I, I, think you, I think that would have been good, considering it's a, it's a game, game yep. show. It's not a game show, but. Yeah, not a game show. A game, no, a show focused on games. There we go. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So you, what are you, you going to do? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I played Minecraft, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, not much changed. I didn't play too much. Um, I found two desert temples, though. Oh. So, yeah, I'm kind of a professional. Did you go far from the uh, world to, like, your base to find the desert temples? Or? Yeah, or I'm lost now. Oh, nice. I don't know. Yeah. I have like a general direction where I should be going, but I have no idea. Yeah. Um, more interesting though, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. Yay. Yeah, I, this is the one I actually played more this week. So this was, it's really grown on me now. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting into this. I didn't progress the story at all. Like I didn't do any story stuff this week. Yeah. Um, I just did the side stuff and the side stuff is so good. When you were playing this, you told me you were like, you know, these side quests are awesome. One is like basically a movie and I didn't believe you, but now I do because I played yeah. the side quest that you were talking about. You confirmed that I was playing the one that you, you meant. Yeah. And I was like, this is incredible, you know? Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of stuff to explore. I've been trying to sort of like play it a little like unconventionally like the way that i believe most open world games should be played which is like whenever they give you a side quest and they tell you like a general location um i try to not look at the like the markers like the little waypoints or whatever 
or the guiding wind or anything. I just look at the map and be like, okay, because they have a general regions labeled and they'll tell you what region it is or in whatever sort of portion of the region it is. So yeah. they'll be like, oh, there's a river that separates these two regions and it's along this river. So I'll write that down in like the notes app on my phone or something. I'll be like, okay, it's in that river. And then I'll go there and I'll find it. And it's much better. That's a cool way to play. I just mark yeah, it on I, the map and then use the guiding wind. I wish I would have uh, played Breath of the Wild that way. That would have been great. Oh. I strongly recommend trying it with like an open world game. As long as they tell you where to go, like, you know, That's some right. side quests may just give you a, a waypoint. And in that case, I just use the waypoint. Interesting. I think the guiding wind is cool though. Yeah. Like, like it's it. it's a it's like a diegetic sort of way to get you there, you know? Yeah. And it's not like an arrow that makes you lose immersion. It's like the wind. So you're like, Ooh. yeah. I'm a big fan of like diegetic map stuff, you know, like give me like an actual physical map in the game that yeah. doesn't show me a waypoint or any locations. It just tells me like the different regions of Tsushima. Just give me that or like a compass or something that can be like, oh, it's in the southern region of this. And I can be like, okay, well, where, where am I? Am I pointed north, south, east, west, right? Yeah. Just give me that stuff. And, you know, that makes, I get the feeling that can make an open world game so much better. Interesting. Uh, anything else? Uh, on Ghost of Tsushima? No. Uh um yeah i saw also the mitchells versus the machines and in, uh incredible or invincible. incredible invincible <laughs> yeah invincibles yeah. uh invincible not invincibles so invincible we episode talked one. about this a bit off uh like uh, by our own and we decided that even though you have already seen them i'm going yeah. to see them this next week so we could talk about them in the next episode mm -hmm. so we're not going to be covering that yeah um yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. They're both pretty good. I heard Invincible was good, so I just watched the first episode. But they're, yes, I can't really give a full opinion. But they're both great, especially I Mitchell Rose Machines. I'm going to see at least one of them today, hopefully. Yeah, you 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 better do it, otherwise. So then you also finished reading Scythe, right? Yes, I finished it, and it's great. Seriously. Yeah. So good. Uh, like it really excels read... in the world building. Yeah. You told me like that was your favorite part of it. And yeah, it yeah. does basically the equivalent of show don't tell, but in a book where it's like, it tells you all it, it, obviously it's a book. So they're going to be telling you it, but it yeah. does it more subtly, you know? Yeah. Like the characters are. Yeah. Yeah. They do it really well. To, yeah. it, and all of a sudden, like the world, it just gets filled in with these details, you know? Like, uh, and he really thought of a lot of stuff. The author, I believe his name is uh, Neil Shusterman. He yeah. thought of a lot of stuff for this world. Like he thought, I gave you guys a summary last week where it's basically, uh, you know, a world without pain. There are all these sides that their job is to take, you know, is to have death still be a thing to kill at random and all that, right? Yeah. Uh, since death is no longer a, a problem, right? So, yeah. That, so the sides just kill people at random now. That's their job, right? Yeah. Um, and he does a lot of stuff with this. Like, he really fleshes it out. I don't think this is a spoiler. Like, sides are allowed to choose the color of their... Like, they wear these robes on the cover. You can see it. They're allowed to choose the color of that robe. And uh, so, like, a really small detail 
is that sides can choose any color uh, whenever they become a side. And except for black, because that's the color of the Grim Reaper, they thought that would be inappropriate. Yeah. So that was a really cool detail. Yes. And it made the world feel so much more real, you know? Yeah. The second book, Thunderhead, it goes even more crazy with like the world exploration and like also the talking about the mortality and stuff. They, mm-hmm. yeah, you really. The mortality it. angle, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like expecting a philosophy book that would make me question existence, yeah. but I still wasn't really impressed with how deep it went wow. into that angle. They but I thought it, the sequel. Like yeah, that. I thought it went pretty good, pretty deep into the whole idea of taking life. Yeah. Like these, you know, all the different sides have different methods of killing, you know. Yeah. They they decide how to do it differently, who to do it on, right? Yeah. So seeing those different perspectives was pretty cool. That was like another highlight of the book. Where they, they talk did. about how they believe death, you know, what they believe of the nature of death. Yes. So uh, now we are done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a wrap. That's what you normally that's say. That's a wrap. I stole, I stole your line. No, I'm going to say that again. Aww. That's a wrap. Aww. Wow. You stole it back. Yeah, I stole it back. Yeah. That's, how, that's how mafia works. This was supposed to be a shorter episode, but I think we still passed two hours anyway. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. We're, we're, yeah, after last yeah. week, we're going to try and do shorter episodes now. Yeah. So, uh, bye, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.